0: As you guys are walking to
1: your seats, can you guys just give it up for Fireside Worship? They are killing it this week. It is so fun. Um, Just to see you all just engaging in a time of worship and giving your wholehearted attention to the Lord It is incredible. So I pray that that continues as the week goes on. So this morning, we're going to talk about a couple of things. So these two things that we're going to focus on this morning, one is missions, and the second is solo time. Can everybody say missions? Missions. So does anybody know what missions means? Raise your hand if you know what missions means, and if you want to share with the crowd what it is. Yeah. Like mission trips? Yes, yes. What about you? Videos that show people spreading the gospel. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, missionaries are evangelists, meaning they're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Any other thoughts? Okay, you right there. Yes, a mission is an objective that you hope to accomplish. There is purpose. There's You're fulfilling a special purpose. Amazing. Okay, last one. The Great Commission, yes, amazing, which is sharing the gospel of Jesus uh, to all of the nations. So missions is one of the main things that we're going to be talking about. The second thing is solo time or solitude time. Can everybody say solo time? Does anybody know what solo time means when it comes to your relationship with the Lord? Yes, my friend. One-on-one time with God, yep. Anybody else have some thoughts? Yeah, right there. Yeah, quiet time listening to the Lord. Okay, there's two of you side by side. One of you go first. Yeah, resting. Yeah, that's really good. A time between you and God with no distractions. Yeah. Yeah, personal relationship with you and God. You guys, you guys are killing it. This is awesome. So this morning, we're going to talk a little bit about missions, and then we're going to give you guys the opportunity to have solo time. So one-on-one time with God this morning. Um, so first things first, what I want to do is we're going to watch a little video. It's going to talk about an organization called Jabalani Africa Ministries. Can everybody say Jabulani? Jabalani. For short, they go by JAM. Can everybody say JAM. easier to say Um, and this is an organization who develops leaders to impact Africa for Christ and actually the leader who we're going to learn about his name is Jit he is from South Africa but he came to Hume as a camper and so it is amazing to see what he's doing now as a result of being at Hume as a camper just like you and I so check out this video.
0: In 2004, I joined a group of young South Africans to visit Hume Lake Christian camps. I was 17, serious about my faith, but still quite absorbed with myself. Earlier that year, on a mission trip, I was confronted with the poverty, pain, injustice and other challenges that people in my country face on a daily basis. And During my time at Hume, in Ponderosa Chapel, I felt God's heart for the world, especially for Africa. I realized that all of us as Christians have been called to make disciples of all nations. After this I wrestled with how to be a light in my own backyard and I continued to be faced with the realities of Africa. After volunteering at various ministries, including a summer at Yume, we launched Jabulani African ministries in 2007. We were a group of young people, a little truck and no resources but a lot of passion. At first, we went all over preaching and running as many camps as we could, but soon we felt God's leading to focus on making disciples and raising leaders. It has been said that African Christianity is a mile wide but an inch deep. The mission of JAM is to develop and support leaders to impact Africa for Christ. We do this through training, a lot of this during camps, leadership coaching and the JAM year We work across South Africa and other parts of Africa. This year we celebrated 15 years of impact and have been reflecting on the many lives that have been touched. God has been so good. My life changed when I came on the camp. Chammy helped me as a young person to realize that I have a part to play in leadership in my school. Just like with Carlisle, we've had the privilege of being part of God's plan of raising leaders across. Across South Africa and Africa. There's Pumzi that went from a wandering drug addict to a missionary. Keith that's impacting the children in this community as a chess and a life coach. Prudence that's serving a community through a dream center initiative and through God's grace there are many more. Up until now we have been blessed to call an old army camp here in Cape Town our home. However, after authorities have announced their plans of business ventures and stop renewing our lease, we have seeked the Lord's direction for the future. God has opened up a door on the opposite end of the country, the Mpopo Province. This location gives us better access to Southern Africa. Our plan is to establish a leadership center, which will be the hub from where we will expand the movement. We are trusting God to break ground during the month of June. May you also. Heed the call to make disciples of all nations, starting in your own backyard.
1: All right. So I love that we have the opportunity to learn about an organization that is across the whole world, that there's things going on outside of our normal little lives, right? Um They're in South Africa, and their goal is to share the love of Jesus Christ to people who are there. And and they've ran camps for people. um, They've done so many different things. And now their main focus is to develop and teach and coach leaders who can then develop and teach and coach leaders, who then can develop and teach and coach leaders to ultimately share the love of Jesus Christ with them. So I want to read um, a verse from Romans to you all. Can everybody hold up your Bibles? If you have your Bible, hold it up. We're going to go to Romans 10. Everybody open up to Romans 10. All right, so Romans 10 verse 14 is where we're going to be at this morning. All right. Okay, Romans 10, verse 14, it says, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. I want to read that again. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Can everybody say good news? Good news. I make you guys call back to me because we're going to stay awake this morning. Um, so good news, this idea of good news. Have you guys ever had um, some exciting, like, special surprise good news that you were told, okay, wait, don't share it. You can't share it yet. But you were just so excited and so eager to share it. Has that ever happened to anybody? Yes. A couple of you, maybe. I'm wondering if in those moments that we have this good, good news to share and that we get so eager and so excited and all we want to do is share it, our, my hope is that we would develop that same eagerness with the good news of Jesus Christ, right? And as a Christian, like we just talked about a little earlier and you guys had some great responses, this idea of missions or being a missionary literally means the vocation or calling to go out into the world and spread our faith in Jesus. And like you said over here, it, it involves the idea of being sent to fulfill a special purpose. And for, this, for the Christian, the special purpose is to go and make disciples of all nations, to go and tell the world who Jesus truly is, and to go and bring the Bible, the word of God, to those who don't yet know it. And as the ministry of Hume, as you guys are coming to Hume SoCal or if any of you have gone to Hume Lake, as the ministry of Hume, our hope and our prayer is that you guys not only recognize that you guys could be missionaries in your own backyard, just like Jit said. But for some of you, maybe maybe going across the globe to share the good news of Jesus Christ all around the world. So we love this idea of missions because you can be a missionary right where your feet are planted, but you can also have the opportunity to go across the world to share the love of Jesus. And so as we were learning more about Jabalani Africa Ministries, I learned that the word Jabalani literally means rejoice. And I love that that was the name of the organization. It literally means rejoice. Rejoice Africa Ministries. We have good news to share with you. And so in my own life, I realized as I was kind of preparing for this talk, I was thinking about all the different places that I've gone myself. And I realized that I've been to five out of the seven continents. And I was just, I didn't even realize that myself as I was thinking through it. And I also realized that the majority of the reasons why I was in those different continents were because of opportunities to be a missionary for Jesus in different contexts, Some with my home church when I was a senior in high school. I had the opportunity to go to Albania. I had the opportunity to go to Ecuador to support a friend who was a missionary down there. I've had the opportunity to go to Thailand and Papua New Guinea with the ministry of Hume because we run camps for students there. Um, So, so many different opportunities to go across the globe. And yet, right here, right now, this is my. I'm from Southern California, I'm from San Diego, and this is kind of my own backyard. So there's so many different ways that we can all be missionaries for Jesus. So I want to want you to turn to your friend right now, and you're going to say where you're from, your hometown, and then the farthest place that you have been from your hometown. So turn to your neighbor right now and say that. Okay, let's hear your hometowns. Let's hear those hometowns. Shout them out. Okay, here's what I heard. Pasadena. I heard Eastvale. I heard Escondido. Who else was there? There is Hemet. Hemet, you're here. L.A., L.A. There they are, there they are. Oh no, Burbank? Yeah. Anybody else? Who am I missing? Yeah. San Diego! <laughs> the, Philippines. the Philippines! Hometown! Amazing! Where is it? Salvador? Wow, okay, incredible. Mexico, hey Okay, now, where are the farthest places that you guys have traveled from your hometowns? Let's hear it. <laughs> wow. What'd you say? <laughs> I can't hear it. Oh, Bahamas, nice. Bahamas, India. Where is it? Cancun, hey Okay, who's been to South America? Anybody been to South America? Amazing. Anybody been to Asia? Anybody been to Europe? Antarctica? <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. Uh, what am I missing? Australia. Amazing. Okay, you guys, look at this. In this group of 400 people, you guys have pretty much been all over the globe. How incredible is that? How incredible is that to recognize that you're right here in Southern California, from Escondido, from LA, from Burbank, from Hemet, from Eastvale, all the places. And yet, and yet you guys have been to so many continents all over the globe. And I want you guys to just think about that. That you guys have the opportunity to be missionaries right here in your hometowns and yet you also have the opportunity to meet missionaries across the globe, in all the different places that you guys have gone to. It's just an incredible thing to recognize. And I think for me, when I've had the opportunity to travel outside of my hometown, outside of my normal sea, outside of my comfort zone, here in here in the in, in California, we are so privileged. And when you have the opportunity to go outside of even the United States, the Western United States, you see what's happening in other areas of the world. And it gives you this opportunity uh, to be humbled and and realizing that life is not about us. It's so important for us to recognize that life is not about us. And we live in this individualized society here in America, but there's so much going on in this world. There is so much more to life than just us. And we are not the main characters of our story. We are not the main characters of our story. But who is? Jesus. We are not the main characters of the Bible. Jesus is. And it's just incredible for us to take the time to recognize that. So the most important thing to remember is that for those who are believers, you and I have the opportunity to be on mission right here and right now. And wherever your feet are planted, you have the opportunity to display the love of Jesus to the people who are right in front of you. And what's been incredible for me to recognize in my own journey, that no matter where I have gone or where I have traveled That God is the same no matter if I'm in Papua New Guinea, no matter if I'm in Thailand, no matter if I'm in Ecuador, no matter if I'm in Ethiopia, Uganda, God is the same and his word is the same. No matter where you open his word, he is the same. And it's so important for us to recognize that. That the same God who is right here with us is the same God who is in Asia, who is in Africa, who is in Europe. It's the same God. And I think it's so important for us to recognize that. So this morning, I want you guys, I want to give you guys the opportunity um, to turn to your neighbor and you in in groups of three. Here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask that you guys pray for Jabalani Africa Ministries or JAM and pray for South Africa and pray that the gospel of Jesus Christ would continue to be shared There And so for the next few moments, I just want you guys to take some time to think about this place we call South Africa and be praying for the gospel of Jesus Christ to be shared there. So now take a few moments. We're going to pray all together. You guys pray amongst each other. Then after you guys are done praying for Jabulani African Ministries, I want you guys to pray for your own hometowns. Pray for your own hometowns and that the gospel of Jesus will be shared there. Alright my friends, now that we've spent some time together praying, here's what we're going to do next. I'm going to give you guys, we're going to give you guys the opportunity um, to hear a little devotional from your lead counselors. And then you guys are going to have the opportunity to do solo time and spend time just one-on-one with you and the Lord. And so at this time I'm going to bring up our lead counselors And here's what they're going to do. They are going to say their name, and they're going to say their cabins, and then a specific location that they are going to have you meet them at. Sound good? So listen up to those locations. Irv, you want to go first?
0: (laughs) Hey, guys. My name is Irvin. Um, Hello. I have the cabin of Falcon. And my Falcon guys are going to meet behind the pool over here in this little set of picnic benches.
1: Hello everybody, my name is Sierra, and I have yeah, I have the ladies of Blue Jay and Starling, so if you're in, yes, if you are in those cabins, please meet me in Oak Chapel, which is right across the bridge. What's up, everybody? My name is Nathan. Thank you. I have the boys of Raven and Condor, and we're going to meet on the road right out here and go for a little walk. Hey, what's up, fellas? I'm Tanner. And uh, I have the cabins of Golden Eagle and Nighthawk. There it is. Represent. And we're going to be meeting right outside the tent, right out here. All right? Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and I will have the ladies of Hummingbird, Robin, and Sparrow. Had to think about it. Hi guys, my name is Maddie, and this morning, hi guys, thank you, thank you, my fan club. Okay, um, we're going to meet here in chapel today, so if you are in the cabins of Meadowlark or Finch, we're just going to all meet on this side, come to the front, this side of the pavilion, so we'll just stay here for the morning. Also, just wanted to keep you on your toes. If you're meeting with me, we will meet at the tables right outside the pavilion, between the dining hall and the pavilion. Yes, see you there. Okay, amazing. You guys can give it up for the lead counselors. And as they're heading, as they're heading to their locations, we're gonna, um, I'm just going to pray for you all. So, if everybody could close your eyes, and we're going to pray all together, and I'm going to read a scripture to you guys. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Dear Heavenly Father God, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to sit and think about um, the fact that We are just so small in the grand scheme of this world, God, that there are so many things happening. There are so many people in this world and that there are so many people who don't know you, God. And I thank you for this reminder that as believers, we have the opportunity to share your love to the people who are right in front of us, right here, right now, right in our hometowns. And God, I I pray that for every church um, that is in this room, God, that they would make your name known in their hometowns, God. And I pray that in this room, um, God, that you choose some people who are going to go to the ends of the earth to share your gospel. God, I pray that um, just as we sit and realize where we've all been, that we've all been to so many places in this world, um, God, may you send some people from this room um, across the globe to all the nations to share your love, God. And I thank you for the opportunity to learn more um, about this idea of missions and that we all have – a special purpose to fulfill, and that's spreading your love, Jesus. That's spreading your truth, and your truth is the same no matter if we're in Escondido, California, or if we're in Papua New Guinea, God. Your truth is the same, and your word is true. And God, as we go into this time of of just solo time, of spending time one-on-one with you, I pray that you would meet these students and these leaders where they are at. God, you are so present. You are with us as your word says. May everybody in this room be reminded that you love them, that you hear them, and that you know them. And God, as as some of us are still learning about who you are and the truth of who you are, God, may we not be afraid to ask questions. And I pray that during cabin discussion time, we do ask questions. We ask the hard questions and continue to seek you. Um, God, we love you so much. And I just thank you for the opportunity to be here and for every one of these churches that is here, God, every one of these individuals that are here, God, we just thank you um, that you created them, you love them so deeply. In your name we pray, amen. So at this time, you guys are going to head out. You're going to find your lead counselors. And then we'll see you back in here at 1115 for Rec Chapel. 1115 for Rec Chapel. Thanks, my friends.